0: welcome back to the show i believe that who you know is more important than what you know if you agree then keep listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way if you disagree then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey my name is travis chapel and this is the build your network podcast hey there what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of freestyle friday 2019 is almost done guys that's insane to think about it's seriously I don't know why I don't know what about this year um just confuses me but it, it seems like it took 10 years but also like it went by just in the blink of an eye, and I I don't really know how to explain that, and I don't know if I sound completely crazy when I do say that, Um, but uh, that's just kind of how I feel about this year. It seemed like it just started off and then uh, was, was going really slowly during it, but then I look back now, Um, With only a few days left of 2019, and just think, wow, that's crazy that it went by that fast. Um, So, I just kind of wanted to, you know, give a couple of the awesome lessons that I've learned and a few of my favorite parts of this year just to kind of say thanks for joining me this year. And if you're new to the journey this year, if you're new to build your network and the community and the, and the podcast, the show and everything, um, I cannot thank you enough because this year was an amazing year of growth. Um, it's, you know, gotta be my, one of my best years ever. It's, it is my best year ever. I'll, I'll just say that I'm, I'm always so hesitant to title something as the best. Um, just cause I'm so sick of so many people saying that all the time. Uh, but it was, it genuinely was the best year that, uh, that I've ever had and, uh, in more ways than one. And so, um, it, If you were a part of that in any way, I seriously cannot thank you enough for for everything. And by the way, if you are new to the podcast and uh, new to the show, new to my Instagram or Facebook or wherever you connected with me first, I would love for you to join my Facebook group. It's totally free. And um, uh, let me tell you, it is just one of the most engaged and well-connected groups that I think is out there. Um, We do something super unique when you come in. We encourage everybody to create a calendar link um, through Calendly and then everybody, uh, as many people as possible go in and they schedule calls in each other's calendars to get to know each other and it's just provided an amazing camaraderie in the group there's business being done there's podcast interviews being exchanged there's so much awesome things that are going on in that group right now I can't be more proud of, of what we've put together over there that's at travischapel.com group um, it'll take you directly to that Facebook group make sure to join up over there for 2020 because it's going to be amazing uh, just 2019 in review what happened this year where, 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 where were we first of all last year at this time and then what happened this year uh Uh, So to kind of recap, uh, the end of 2018 was kind of a trying time. Uh, There was a lot of different things going on, first of all, in my personal life, but also uh, with, with the business stuff, and in September of 2018 was my last month ever being in door-to-door um, in in a you know full-time you know sales rep slash manager capacity. I was basically running, uh, for those of you who don't know, I was basically running a small sub-dealership when we were selling water purification machines door-to-door. I had a small team. Uh, basically, in August, that team dissipated. And in September, I decided, you know what? I don't want to do this by myself. And I definitely don't want to go recruit another team. I'm done. I'm burnt out. And that was when I really, jumped in full-time. So October of 2018, I jumped in full-time with this podcast and the online business. And I genuinely just at that point had no idea what to expect. And so heading into 2019, I was just a little bit confused. I was all over the place. I lacked clarity completely and just wasn't sure how it was going to all come together. And man, it just turned into one of the most amazing years of my life. Um, there's something awesome about doing something that you actually enjoy. Like right now I am kicked back in my home office. My son's in the other room sleeping. Uh, My wife is actually flying at the moment. She's a private jet flight attendant. So she's out on a flight and I'm just sitting here drinking some coffee reminiscing on the year and this is what I do for a living and it's such an amazing amazing thing to me that um, you you have the ability nowadays to dream something up in your head and then actually see it come true in a relatively short period of time guys like I, just, I didn't do anything online prior to August of 2017 and then I went full time in October of 2018 and here we are at the end of 2019 and it's been easily my best financial year ever, but also one of the most fulfilling years I've ever ha- I've ever had. Just because I have free time to do what I want, I decide when I work and when I don't work. Um, I have amazing relationships with some amazing people who um, who just fire me up and and make me a better person. Um, my family life has been going really well, and uh, uh, my wife and I have worked a lot on our relationship. Uh, my my son was born this year. Just so many amazing things that happened. And, uh, it, it just happens so quickly. And, and I say that not to brag or anything, but just simply to say, if you're, if you're listening to this right now, and there's something in your life that you don't like, you have to take into account what it means to you to not have that thing in your life anymore, because some things you can't just get rid of. Okay. But other things you can. And the only reason that you don't is because of external reasons that have nothing to do with what you actually want. Um, maybe it's a parent, maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's um, uh, out you know outside authority figure. Whoever it is, like there, it might be a person, it might be an idea, it might be um, just culture as a whole or society in general that just is making you live this version of the life that you don't want to live. And if that's you, I just really challenge you and encourage you to really think about it this year in 2020. And it's never been easier to do something about it. If, if you were in that state of mind 40, 50 years ago, it would be pretty difficult at that point to just go out and start a small business. But now it is much, much, much easier. Even if it's just a network marketing company, just go do something, start something on the side, start bringing in some side money, start acquiring some skills, um, and, um, and, and really just really just take account of where you are right now in life and ask yourself, do I enjoy what I do? And, uh, is there anything that I would change? And if the answer to either one of those is, uh, you know, the affirmative, then you should really take a look at what you might be able to change and what, what you could, what you could potentially change in the you know next three to five years. If your life in five years looks different than the way it looks right now, then you have to do different things in order to get that different result or else you're just going to wake up in five years having lived the same life that you're living right now. Um, and I know that that is kind of a rudimentary principle, uh, but it also needs to be said because so many people are doing that. They're, you picture your picture life in five years and then you don't take any action that is going to actually get you to the place where you want to be in five years. And then you get frustrated in five years from now when you wake up in the same exact spot, but you have no right to be frustrated because you never took any action towards that direction. So I just say that, um, as a challenge a quick challenge to everybody out there uh, so 2019 rolled in at the beginning of the year I wasn't sure what we we're gonna be doing so we threw we threw our first uh, our first ever oh technically it was our second r- retreat but it was really our first retreat because the first one was about three of us there um, so we threw another retreat and that was in Thailand that was uh, back in March of this year and it just went so well and I was so happy about it um, and, and you know I got to bring out a couple amazing speakers like Gerard Adams and Steve Sims and uh, a couple other people came out for that and then we had, about, we had about 10 or so attendees with spouses and speakers and everybody. We had almost 25 people there. Um, we rented out this just uh, amazing resort um, in Thailand and just had a fantastic time, learned a lot, um, relaxed a little bit, got to know each other, had some really vulnerable moments where people really got to connect with each other. Um, just an amazing time and a really great experience. And uh, so that led me to really start thinking about what I wanted to continue to do, if I wanted to keep doing these one-off trips or if I wanted to do something different. And so I, you guys know me, you know how much I love community. And that was the whole thing, that uh, that the new mastermind that's coming out in 2020, uh, January 2020, which, by the way, we do have one spot left in that. Uh, so please reach out to me, Travis, at travischapel.com if you're interested in that last spot. Uh, we had uh, one person that had to drop out due to some family things. Uh, so we opened up that spot again. So uh, please be sure to reach out if you have an interest in that. But anyway, that's kind of where that mastermind idea came from is I, I didn't I didn't want to just do another one-off trip because the biggest complaint that I got, the only complaint that I got was, Hey, it would be cool if we, you know, had another thing coming up or if we got to connect with each other every month or whatever, if there was a, if there was something that was planned for us to be able to stay in contact. So that's what we built the mastermind off of. And, um, we said, you know what, it would be cool to, it'd be cool to have a live event to bring all these people together. And so that's what really initiated our first live event that we've ever had. And that, um, you know, so our, our first real kind of retreat was in March and then our first live event we threw just, uh, uh, last month in November and, uh, it was an amazing turnout. We had 96 spots available. We sold 102 tickets. You always try to oversell because, you know, some people buy a ticket and then don't show up. So we ended up with, I think around 85 to 90 people there at the event, um, actually in seats and, uh, same amount of people were there on Sunday as we're there on Friday, and I uh, um, can't express how much that means to me because it means that we were obviously doing something okay if people kept showing up day after day when they're in Vegas and they could be doing a number of different um, uh, things out there. So um, that meant a lot to me that everybody stuck around for that, uh, but we also had an amazing speaker lineup, and I was so grateful for that because... Um, a couple of years ago. Like I said, I didn't know anybody. I had zero connections. I I was starting totally fresh, totally brand new in an industry where I knew zero people. I'm talking zero people, guys. Like I'm not exaggerating when I say this. I came from a completely different background. And when I left that background to go into this kind of stuff, I was literally starting from scratch. And that that's why an event like this one meant so much to me because we had, I think, 13 speakers um, I don't even know what the combined net worth would be, but uh, a lot. Uh, um, if if I if I paid speakers fees to get all of those speakers up on stage, it probably would have cost me six figures just to do that. But I got to get them all up there, absolutely no cost out of my pocket, just because of the relationships that I've been able to build with these people over the last couple of years. And that that was honestly just seeing seeing that unfold, and and actually like when I made the deal with the speakers, and then you know that was one thing. But when they actually showed up and spoke, I was like, man, this is so amazing that they that they're here right now, and I didn't have to fork out 25k to get them to speak on stage. And it was such an amazing reminder to me about the value of relationships and networking and why it's so important. Um so yeah, Thailand was an amazing trip. Uh, we, we actually, uh, so, so to kind of jump back and forth here, um, I'll give you three, the, the top three highlights was Thailand trip, um, which, uh, we threw on a quick little trip to China with, uh, some with my mom and dad, cause my sister was living out there at the time. Um, so we went to Thailand and China and then, um, and then our first live event, uh, was, was the second highlight because that month ended up being our best month that we had ever had, um, have ever had in, in business. And it was a record. It was, it was a, a record that I was trying to break for a really long time and i was just super super stoked to be able to break that in that kind of a way too with an event like that which we had such a great time at with amazing people got to hang out with so many awesome people and have a record-breaking month financially it was just um uh, the culmination of just years of of work and uh, a lot of of thinking and planning And a little bit of stress sprinkled in there, some anxiety. Yeah, of course, some sleepless nights. Okay. Uh, But at the end, in the end, when we reached that goal and reached that target, it just made it all so, so, so worth it. Um, So Thailand, that was an awesome trip. Uh, The live event was amazing. Having a record breaking month was so awesome. But number one. The thing that takes the cake, obviously, if you know anything about um, what my 2019 looked like, was the birth of our son. And uh, that was in May. Cinco de Mayo, baby. So, yeah, Cinco, Cinco de Mayo, baby. And Cameron Travis Chapel was born May 5th of this past year. And it's been an absolute whirlwind. I cannot tell you the difference that he's made in my life already um, and he's seven months old, almost eight months old now, I guess. And uh, man, it's just so crazy to look back on because you know, as a new dad, you have no idea what to expect. And I was never a baby guy before, you know, like I was never one of those guys just to go pick up random babies and, and stuff like that. Like I, I wasn't afraid of them or anything. Like if, if somebody had a baby next to me, I'd smile at her or whatever. But I, I just wasn't like the, well, let me hold your baby kind of guy. Just never been that way, right? This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. Travis, just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed here on the podcast, indeed.com slash Travis terms and conditions apply. If you need a hire, you need indeed. And so when, when Cameron was born, it was super interesting because I just kind of had this thought, you know, everybody always tells you that it's so immediate. Like you just have this immediate connection with your kid. And, and I just didn't have that. And, um, it was so helpful to me. This is another thing about relationships, by the way, I was able to talk to a few friends of mine that had babies, you know, within uh, months, you know, not years, but months of, uh, and some, and actually one or two of them weeks of, of when I had cam and they had kind of prepared me for that, which I wasn't prepared for because everybody had always said, oh, this one moment's going to be so magical. And then, um, I talked to a few friends of mine and they were just like, yeah, man, it took me, you know, Two three months before I really felt that, or it took you know uh, another guy said it. Yeah, it was almost a full year for me. Like there there was just so many um, other dads that I talked to that said it wasn't an immediate connection, and it honestly took so much stress and pressure off of me because I I felt like I was going to be that dad because I'm I'm just not an I'm, I'm not a super emotional person and I don't get that attached to things or people very quickly. Um, I don't I don't miss I don't miss a lot of people super easily. Like my wife, like I'll be gone for an hour and she's like, I miss you. And I'm like, I've been gone for an hour. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know, that's possible, right? Um, and I've just always been that kind of a guy. So I, I genuinely was was scared to have, have my son because I was just wasn't sure how I was gonna react to it. And man, it, it, it was it was so amazing to actually watch the birth and then hold him for the first time. It was just so surreal. Um, but now that he's eight months, man, it, 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 it is it is how one of my other buddies told me. Like it probably took me, um, two, two to three months to really, really become like dad mode right now. I'm full on dad mode. Like there's no, there's no, there's no denying it now, you know, th- three or four months. I was like, you know, still kind of denying it in the back of my head. Like I'm not that much of a dad, but no, I'm, I'm full dad mode now. Um, eight months in, I can't help it. Right. Uh, but, uh, those first couple months, yeah, it, it was definitely like a, a trying period of time. And, uh, but I cannot, cannot express the amount a fulfillment, uh, that, uh, that, 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 kid gives me now and, and the amount of motivation that he gives me. And some of you know that I joined this hundred thousand dollar mastermind this year, which if I had to pick a highlight number four, that would be it. And it was counterintuitive, I think, to what most people would have done in that situation. Because when most people have a kid, it's like, Oh man, I gotta, gotta, you know, play things close to the vest now. And I gotta, gotta tighten up. I can't, I can't be as liberal as I was before with, you know, our finance, different things like that. And it kind of affected me the opposite way because after we had him, I, I basically was faced with this decision of like, do I invest in this or do I put the money into, or, or do I put some money, you know, into some real estate or some mutual funds or back into my business? Like I just wasn't sure exactly what would be the right move. And uh, to be honest, the mastermind was at the bottom of my list. And then I, I had my son and I just realized that there were so many things I didn't know. There's so many people that I still didn't know. And I knew in my heart of hearts that this mastermind was a good decision. And ultimately the thing that pushed me over the edge was my son. I I knew that I knew that I I would rather go broke trying my best to achieve my goals and my dreams than keep my money and stay mediocre. Like I, I just knew that that was I knew that that was the case because I want to be able to look my son in the eye one day and tell him that he can do whatever he wants to do, whatever he sets his mind to and truly mean it and not just mean it, but also. Be an example of that to to have lived it so that I can show him and say like look I'm not just telling you that you can do whatever you want Also look at what i've done because i've done everything that I wanted and you know It wasn't traditional. I know it wasn't easy But if you truly truly want it and you commit to, to getting it then you can have it and 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 Knowing knowing that if I didn't do some of these things that I encourage a lot of other people to do, that if I looked at him in the eyes someday, that I would be one of those people that wouldn't be walking the walk. I would just be talking the talk. And that just bothered me so much that it that it was ultimately the, the big decision maker and why I joined that mastermind. Um, and it wasn't just this one decision, right? It's just the fact that I think that if you, if you continuously make decisions like that, I think that you start building the habit of becoming somebody that takes big risks and gets big rewards. And sure, you might lose out on some, but the only thing that we're genuinely short on in life is time. We can make money back. Money is not the issue; it's time. So uh, I'm just, I just believe that every time I make one of those decisions to put myself in an uncomfortable situation where I need to put my back against the wall and grind forward, I, I just, I just think that every time that I do that, I'm building up a habit that makes my identity into somebody that does those things. And I, I just, I, I can't see how that, how that can't benefit me in the long run. Like I said, I'm one of these days I might make a dumb decision and, um, and lose all my money. I, I, I don't know. You know, I know people who have had a lot more and lost a lot more than I have. Um, people who've built up nine figure net worths and lost it all on a, on a dumb bet or a mistake or something like that. But guess what? They're not bankrupt anymore. <laughs> Like they built it all back up and and did it again and in a shorter period of time because they had relationships and they had knowledge and they've done it before and they know what it's like, they've walked the road already and now they know how to do it without <laughs> while avoiding the mistakes that they made the first time. And so um, uh, I, one of these days I might lose it all, but I, I I just genuinely believe that becoming somebody that makes decisions in that way is going to be better for me in the long run. so um, uh, yeah, so those are, those are the highlights this year. Thailand, China, trip was was just amazing like um we we had a little pre-trip before the actual trip in thailand me and uh, probably two or three other guys came out and then a couple video guys and we went out to the PP Islands, which are off the coast of Phuket in Thailand, and spent two or three days out there. And that pre-trip was just just an awesome time with with a with a couple of friends um, and people that were coming to the event as well. And uh, just had an awesome time out there, um, you know, spending the day just sitting at a a local restaurant, drinking some beer, eating some pad thai, and going to the beach. And uh, it was just such an awesome time. And then seeing China afterwards, and and actually. Being able to take a, a, a toboggan down the side of the Great Wall of China, that was amazing. That was such a, a cool experience. And then having Cameron in May, and then our first event in November, and then our best month ever in, in November, and then um, and now coming into the new year. So we have 2020 right around the corner, and and with us all, with all the amazing things that have happened this year, I just absolutely cannot wait for what 2020 has in store. If you're listening to this right now, thank you so much for sticking with me. I know this was a little bit longer than I usually go on these Fridays episodes, but I hope something that I said uh, will will benefit you and, and that you can take away something implement into your life and have a fantastic 2020 as well. Again, I would love to hear from you, love to connect with you more. I do a lot of that over in my Facebook group. So head over to Travischapel.com slash group. Travischapel C H A P P E L L dot slash group. Um, and that'll take you directly to my Facebook group and connect more over there. Thanks so much for tuning in. Catch you guys next time. Peace out.